Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Right, good afternoon, good evening, and good morning for those who are still starting. The day is the 20th of April. 2022 and we're on the Israel watch and we're so pleased to be able to welcome Karen back so that her praise and worship will be leading us today and I, I just want to just pray quickly into that and then I will hand over to her and she will introduce her guest. Lord we just say thank you that you are such a faithful God and Lord, that you are taking us on many journeys as we are part of this global watch. And I just pray, Lord, that we will learn so much and that we will be able to wait on you. And the, the scripture I love the most is waiting on you, Lord, so that we can rise up like eagles. And Lord, that we will be able to see from a, a, a vantage point that is um, not of this world, that it's, we'll actually be able to see what is needed. And Lord, I just say thank you. Thank you for this watch. And I pray, Lord, that you just bless everybody on the call in Jesus' mighty name, Yeshua HaMashiach. Thanks, Karen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's so wonderful to see everybody. I feel like I've been away for a long time. And uh, really, the Lord, thank you all for those that prayed for me. I did have COVID and wasn't too bad, but it really took me out. And But praise God, I, I feel like I just came through my own personal Red Sea, just in time to celebrate the Seder, I have a few people at my house. And it's a, it is such a significant time. I know I've been out of touch with, with the watches right now, but so many things going on globally and overlapping and groups overlapping. And it's such a, it's a very significant time in Israel and, and in the world, of course. Yeah. So I really, I hadn't sung in quite a while and I found myself just making melody to the Lord around the house the last few days. So I, I realized it's the time of singing has come and I just want to worship the Lord with you um, to enter into his presence and then uh, we're gonna uh, we have again with us today Jen Sunshen and I was so happy you could join us I'll, I'll introduce her a little bit more most of her but we'll, we'll do another introduction hallelujah Lord we lift our eyes to you oh God hallelujah 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 I will sing unto the Lord for he has triumphed mightily the horse and rider thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. I will sing unto the Lord. For he has triumphed mightily. The horse and rider thrown into the sea. Hallelujah. Lord, we celebrate your victory today, O oh God. Lord, you are the morning star, the bright and morning star rising in our hearts, oh God. Oh Lord, thank you, Lord, for raising us up, Lord, out of the ashes, oh God. Sarabashaka to worship you, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. The Lord will reign forever. Hallelujah. the door of the door. Every generation, Imloch, Imloch Adonai, Le'olam, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Elohai, Zion, the door of the door. 
Lord, lead us today, O oh God. Lord, fill our hearts, O oh God, with your heart. O oh Lord, even as we stand in the gap for Israel today, Lord, as thousands have been gathered at the Western Wall, O oh God, Lord, reciting the ironic blessing, O oh God, and proclaiming Adonai Melech, Adonai Malach, Adonai Imloch, Lord, we ask you to reveal yourself, O oh God, in the midst of all the shakings and all of the, the tensions, Lord. So we're really blessed to have Nicole with us today, and uh, most of you that she's the uh, the senior editor of All Israel News, um, working with Joel Rosenberg, and she's really very much eyes and ears for us, <laughs> living in Jerusalem as well. So Nicole, just uh, go ahead and share what, give us some insights and things that we could pray about today. Okay, thanks, and thanks for having me. It's uh, always good to be with you, and thank you, Karen. It's like that just few minutes of worship I feel like that is what I needed it's a busy time it's a tense time and I just want to make sure first of all do you guys hear me okay okay well. good because I'm far from the router and no, it's very clear okay good okay I think just to back up and just give a little background to what's happening like today at this very minute actually like literally this is breaking news mm -hmm. but to back up from the breaking news is that there's a convergence of three holidays all at the same time actually four if you want to divide the Easter's in two because the evangelicals of the Protestants and the Catholics have a different date for Easter than the Orthodox. 
and most of uh, the, the Christians in Israel, if they're indigenous Christians, they're, or most of them are Orthodox. So of course we have Ramadan and it started a couple weeks, two or three weeks ago. I, I can't even keep track actually. And then we have Passover, which started on Friday last week and will be night is tomorrow and the last day is Friday. And then the Easter for most of you celebrating overseas, Resurrection Sunday was this past Sunday, but the Orthodox Sunday, which is the big show, is Saturday. And usually you can't even get into the old city. You can't get near it. Sometimes you can't even get into it. And you definitely cannot get into the Holy Sepulchre or some of the churches over there on on Saturday. That's for you know some reason they have a, it's the big day. It's the Saptil Nor. Saturday of light, the Sabbath of light, and it's, that's the main attraction for them. So now, of course, it's uh, one thing that, you know, aside from the religious aspect, it's also, of course, a crowd aspect, a crowd issue of so many people coming for the Jews. It's a pilgrimage feast. It's one of the feasts that the Jews come to Jerusalem uh, to worship. Um, it's also for the Muslims. It's Ramadan. They come to pray at Al-Aqsa Mosque which is right, the Temple Mount, Al-Aqsa Mosque, all together, the whole source of the issue. And a lot of the Christians also want to pray in the old city at the churches. You've got, in addition to the religious convergence, it's a, the crowd, it's a crowd control issue. So there's Israel's got a lot to balance this year with everything going on at the same time. And so what's happened was that this, there's always a little bit, there, there's always um, a I don't want to say traditionally, but usually there are heightened tensions at Ramadan, no matter when Ramadan is. And Ramadan moves throughout the year because they only have 11 months on the Islamic calendar. So Ramadan doesn't come every year at this time. So it's like this year at this time, all the holidays are happening at the same time. So this is, so keep that in mind. It's just a very like special year in that sense that everything's falling at the same time. So Ramadan always brings a little bit of heightened tensions and, and violence, some years worse than others. I recall that last year was much worse and that is significant for, for what's happening today. So I'll talk about what's happened so far this year is that, that the Muslim worshipers have had, they have stored rocks in the mosque and they're, they're, they throw them, whether at police or the Jewish wor worshipers, and then the police respond, and then the police get accused, or the, Israel gets accused of violating the status quo on the Temple Mount, and so it's a cascading effect of condemnation and heightened tensions, and it, it throws us into the vicious cycle of who came first, the police or the rock throwers, you know, what happened first. So far, you know, this is amazing that I have to say this. Okay. So no, there have been no deaths and there have been a few arrests and there have been like dozens to hundreds of injuries, but there's been no deaths. And so I look at what's happening very contained. I live in Jerusalem. I live on Bethlehem road. I don't know if, and if you're familiar with it, but anyway, I am a straight shot, five to 10 minutes, no traffic, five minutes to the old city. And I can tell you, I feel no tension, no nothing. We feel the tension of the holidays and kids being home and everything, the craziness of that, but we feel no tension related to what's happening. And on, 
Friday night when it was Passover Eve, we actually went to the old city. We went, we went out to eat and then we went to one of the churches and Friday was the first day. Friday morning was the first reported violence that broke out. Some people were concerned about going, but I was like, oh, it looks like it's over. Let's go. We went and I again walked around freely with no threat, no no concern, no worry. Went into one of the churches actually because they were having Good Friday services at the same time Passover, the the Seder was happening were the Good Friday services. So I just thought that was it blew my mind. So I did. I went around there and I felt fine. So I'm saying that to say that for some reason, the violence that has happened up till now, which I think has been rather contained and has not re resulted in fatalities, which we're coming off a wave of terror attacks for, of, over the last three weeks in which 14 people were killed. So the fact that we're doing this with no, no fatalities makes me think, okay, oh, not so bad this year, but something has happened that has gotten a lot of countries angry. Jordan was the first to be upset. With Israel, Jordan is in charge of uh, the Hashemite kingdom is the, in, in control of the Temple Mount and the, the, all the Islamic sites in Jerusalem. That's their, they are the custodians. So they were upset. Police violated. The, Israel is being aggressive and all this. They, they said that then Turkey piped in. And also, now I would say in, in past years, I would say that's expected. Turkey is, doesn't get along with Israel at all. However, in recent months, Turkey is doing everything it can to repair ties with Israel. So that's another, now Turkey has said also uh, something negative. They had a, a conversation between the presidents, the Turkish president, the Israeli president last night. And then, and now the United Arab Emirates summons the Israeli ambassador in Abu Dhabi for a meeting. So when, when that happens, it's, it's a tantamount to a condemnation. And so this is really testing Israel's new relationships. And though their relationship with Jordan isn't new and the relationship with Turkey isn't new, it sure is with the UAE. Bahrain hasn't yet made a condemnation that I know of. Morocco has, and Morocco's in the Abraham Accords. So it's really testing these new relationships that Israel has. And last year, as I mentioned, I thought last year was way worse. And last year led to the 11-day war with Hamas, in which 4,300 rockets were fired at Israel by Hamas and, and Israel responded, destroyed parts of Gaza and uh, several Palestinians were killed. There, there was a big, that led to a war. Now this, I, I don't yet, it, it hadn't got, gotten to that point yet. And yet all these countries lined up to condemn Israel and the UN had a secret, it wasn't a secret meeting, it was a closed meeting yesterday about the situation. For me, sitting here five minutes from the spot, I do find it a little odd that it would be that it's risen to the point of, of condemnations and stuff like that. So that that brings us to today. Um, so today, with all the condemnations that came in yesterday, with continued threats that the Palestinians are going to, that they're going to continue, or the Muslims that are worshiping there, that they're going to continue to defend Al-Aqsa and however they're going to do that. And with now Israel, the government of Israel has had decided, actually they didn't say, but it is reported everywhere that they decided that they're going to shut um, the Temple Mount to non-Muslims for the last uh, two weeks of Ramadan or the last 10 days, like from Friday for the last 
10 a week or so, whatever's left, they're going to shut it. And so then the government, the right wingers in Israeli politics are upset with the government because they caved to the Palestinians. However, it's become apparent that they do this every year, no matter which government's in power, that they close it for the last 10 days because the last 10 days of Ramadan are draw the most Muslims to the Temple Mount. And, and there's also like, they have the night of power, which they're up all night long at the Temple Mount and walking around Jerusalem, like you feel like a presence of tens of thousands more people in the city. So, so they normally do close it for these events. However, this is now being used as a political thing. So now the right wing faction, a very right wing, a very, let's say radical, I don't know had described the Ben Gavir types, Karen, if you, I don't know, I, I can't think of a word at the moment, but they are planning a very provocative march through Jerusalem right now. Right now, they're going to be marching through the old city. We're talking about like very religious Jews um, who are, you know, passionate about the land of Israel, the state of Israel, and, and very much against the Muslim access and that the Jews don't have access to the Temple Mount. Sorry, I'm competing now with Veggie Tales. Daniel, can you put that lower? So that's about to happen. And, and the police are saying that, oh, first of all, the I just mentioned Itmar Ben-Gavir, who's like the leading oh, wing radical politician that Prime Minister Bennett said he's not allowed to go to the march. Like his presence is inflammatory, I have to say. It really is. He's not allowed to go to the march. So Ben Gavir just said, as he's go, oh, I will get there. He's, I will get to Damascus Gate no matter what. So, the, so this, it's called the March of Flags. They are actually planning to go through Damascus Gate. Damascus Gate is, is Muslim. It is all Muslims. It's not Jaffa Gate in the Christian quarter. It's not Zion Gate in the Armenian quarter. And they're not going to the Jewish quarter. They are going through the Muslim quarter. This is a recipe for disaster or for tensions, for fighting. So anyway, so this is what we're we're watching right now. And it's literally gonna happen like when the, within the next hour or so, they're gonna start the march and the police are going to have to somehow maintain calm. I, I don't always like to report on all the threats because every they always threaten everybody makes um like for instance Hamas said if you provoke us we've got our eye on Jerusalem if you violate Al-Aqsa we'll shoot some more rockets I, I, some of it's talk some of it's I don't like to give voice to every threat but coming from both the, the radical right wing or the you know, Hamas but this is a little bit so what could happen is absolutely nothing and the police successfully managed to pull off like a crowd control and everybody just does their march and everybody feels good about themselves and everybody's on the one side everybody's upset that they marched so on the other side okay we did it we're done and nothing happened but on the other hand on the other extreme this could lead us into another war where Hamas says, no, we must defend. And this is exactly what happened last year, which led us to the 11 day uh, war was we must defend Al-Aqsa. And so we're going to shoot a rocket at Jerusalem. And that's what kicked it off last year in May was they shot a rocket at Jerusalem and then thus started the 11 days and 4,000 rockets. So that's from one extreme to the other of what the possibilities are. I, I know you guys will you'll take that and pray like I know like that's something to obviously pray about is and then something else that as a 
total aside and unrelated to this because it was planned before tomorrow i'm um going to be joining a delegation of evangelical uh christian business people and media that are going to bahrain and the united arab emirates and so it's so interesting to be going at this time because if it was a week ago it would have been fine and what's what's happening and what's happening with the Abraham Accords. But now we're going during a time where the these Muslim countries have to decide, though they made peace with Israel, they still feel this uh, compulsion to defend Al-Aqsa. And so anyway, so it'll be interesting to now meet with officials that we're going to be meeting with and, or will they cancel the meetings or will, I don't, I don't know. So it really casts a little bit of uncertainty around this trip that was meant to be something else for a different time. And we're going during Ramadan as well. I didn't plan this, but Ramadan in two Muslim countries where there's, they fast all food and drink from sunrise to sunset. So it's going to be a very interesting time. So I would ask for your prayers for us on this trip and just that God really shows us like to gives us his eyes to see and his perspective and to see through the veil and what he's doing. I'd like to see what God is doing there. First, I want to see what God's doing here down the street. And, and then I'll say goodbye to the family and pray for them too. And then, and then I'll see what's happening over there. But I don't know if I'll be leaving and there's a war happening in my wake. So there's, it's just, this is an open-ended conversation. I'm not giving you a conclusion because we're awaiting the conclusion, but we can also pray into it. So I'll turn it back to Karen. And if you want to lead us or have, if you have any ideas or hallelujah, hallelujah. what can you just tell us a little bit more about what the goal of this trip that you're taking or any of the people involved or so yeah the trip is organized by joel rosenberg and he's he's the editor-in-chief and the founder of all israel news and all arab news where i i work and joel wrote a, a book enemies and allies which was just published uh, about a year ago and he in really talked about like the the seeds of the abraham accords and how they came about so this um trip is really just a, a follow-up on the abraham accords and connecting christians business people and media with with these new partners in peace the trip ends in israel so it's actually for me i don't think of i forgot about that third part of the trip because i live here but everybody will be coming back and it ends in israel with also meeting with israeli officials so it's a really good exposure for a lot of these people to see like about what's happening where the progress with the agreements and stuff like that of course now it might take on a different tone i'm not sure mm -hmm. okay yeah all right, we have a lot to pray about. Nicole, I know you may need to leave, but if you can stay on as long as you can, we'll be happy. Yeah. I, I think the most immediate thing is to pray into this march that's about to happen, that the Lord will really hold back the spirits of violence. Yes. And, and it will not escalate everything that is happening. Even Putin got involved in condemning Israel. It's nothing that happens in Israel is disconnected from all the other intense things that are going on. 
course, in the Ukraine still. Hallelujah. So let's just begin to, let's just launch into some prayer. I, I guess I'll just start about the march and then others can just unmute as you feel you have a prayer. Lord, I, I just thank you, oh God, Lord, that there's been so much prayer. I know some of us participated even just online with the, the global communion prayers that were taking place at Christ Church on Monday. That was such a coming together of Arab and Jewish um, leaders and believers uh, in the old city in, in, in Israel. Well, in Christ's church to really declare through the blood of Jesus that the veil is being torn away. And so in the midst of all this, Lord, we know you are shaking the heavens, oh God, over Israel. And so, Lord, we do want to stand, oh God, Lord, uh, we stand for the Prince of Peace today, Lord, that uh, you will give um, you will give intelligence, Lord, to the security forces. We pray, oh God, that, that uh, your spirit will hover over all that is going to be happening, Lord, especially at the, the Damascus Gate, Lord. We pray, oh God, that we just bind the spirits of violence in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Lord, let your peace uh, rule in the midst today. Lord, rule in the midst of your enemies, oh God, as it says in, in Psalm 110. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.